Amber in the morning. Good morning, you end up. I guess. <laughs> Good morning, Miles. Miles is ready today. Uh, he, uh, he's just ready. He's Feel just it? great. Listen, listen. You should get some of this energy. On this day. See the effort he puts into it? Yeah, for like 15 minutes out of a four-hour <laughs> program. On this day. It's Huber in the mornings. On this day. On 100.7 The Bay. It sure is. Time to take a deep dive into February the 21st. Where has February gone? <laughs> Cold enough for you? <laughs> Time to take a deep dive into February 24th throughout the annals of history. Listen to clips, reminisce, cut glass down memory lane, all in a little segment we like to call. It's all brought to you by our friends. At Bayline X. They're located on Dover Road in Glen Burnie. You can head on over to BaylineX.com to find out more. Bayline X, it's where the professionals go. And speaking of professionals, just listen to this. On this day. That's a pro right there. Broadcasting professional. His liver's probably great. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with Miles' liver. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Dan. It's 20 some odd degrees, 24 degrees here this morning, but it's about to get warm in your heart. Hey, before we get into this, did uh-huh. you know Frankie Valley revs uh, producer uh, Alex Way's engine? I did not have any clue about that until it was bellowing out of the production room and she started spinning around like a top. He's exactly 174 years old. <laughs> Right and that. she believes he's the cat's <laughs> meow. The only 23-year-old woman on the face of this earth that, that is obsessed with Frankie, Frankie Valley. Valley. I think you're right on that age, too. <laughs> Gonna be the same. I remember one night. 1963 was a minute ago. You know what I mean? It was. So let's transport you back to the younger days of a young Huber. You want to know a little bit about me in this song? I I, I assume there's a lot so, of memories with you in the song. We just uh, mourned the loss of uh, Bill from Bill's Music House a couple of days ago. And a young Huber walked into that Bill's Music House, maybe 1993, 94-ish, and bought his first ever DJ PA system. And every gig I played from 94 to like 04, I had to play this wretched (laughs) song. And I hated it. I don't hate it, but it's just, it's probably the song I played the most. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Throughout my entire mobile DJing career. And it's like, it's good for the first like 45 seconds. It's a short song. It's only a a three minutes and 30 seconds. Oh. There's a DJ remix that does this at the beginning. The do 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 for like an hour and a half. Hey, 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 everybody. <laughs> All you cat and kittens out there. We're just hanging out at this VFW celebrating <laughs> that young woman's 89th birthday. The level of accuracy you just hit is unbelievable. <laughs> That's it. That's 100% it. So on the DJ list with this song, where does this rank as like, I need to get people up and so, moving? I mean, I can break it down for you. You want to get behind the curtain? You want Absolutely. me to turn into Oz? I'm going to do it. I don't care about this song. I'm going to turn into you. Oz. So the first people to ever dance at an event 
are old because they don't care. They've been through it all. They don't care what you think about them anymore. So they're your key to getting a dance floor going. You got to go old. Okay. And nothing gets the olds up like this bad boy. <laughs> or this, Alex Way. <laughs> this and September. It's it's one and one A. Gotcha. Um, so that'll get them up. It will. And uh, it's just, it's shameful. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like you want to do something bad to your dog. So you get that treat out that you know he's going to love. It's sh- it's that kind of shame. It's like, here, you think you're getting something good, but it's actually terrible. Wow, I'm not getting any tips. I better put this on the spin. Um, but yeah, let's read the story, I suppose. The Four Seasons hit number one in the United Kingdom with December 1963, parenthetically entitled, Oh, What a Night. And who calls it December 1963? Nobody. Let's just drop that. We're over that. Nobody cares. It's called Oh, What a Night. Guess what I typed into YouTube this morning? You did not type December 1963. Of course not. not. I wonder how many people, if you played that and said the name of this song is December 1963, true or false, you're getting 80% falses. Almost guarantee it (laughs) if you did a survey. Uh, It's the only number one UK hit for Frankie Valli and the Four Seasons, who also topped the American charts with this song, but it was their fifth number one here. And guess what I can't name any other, let alone four other Frankie Valli and the Four Seasons songs. We're going to see. Yeah, the Frankie Valli fan club president just walked (laughs) out. I need to know the five number one hits. The five number one hits? Okay, they're Sherry. Can't take my eyes off you. December uh, 1963. Oh, uh, God. What were the other two? Ragdoll oh is one. Living in a movie. <laughs> the Aerosmith version? No. Oh, my gosh. What's the other I'm, one? I'm color me shocked that you got this far. Yeah. Okay. I've met him once. Oh That's how God. much of a fan I am. So, to make a long story what, short. What, were you spoon feeding him applesauce? <laughs> <laughs> you were wearing a white... She was eating at a restaurant across from the venue. She sees a limo pull up, and she is A limo or an ambulance? It was a Lincoln, actually. <laughs> it was a Lincoln, I thought yes. it was a limo. It was a hearse. She sees... <laughs> That's so messed up. No. She sees Frankie Valley emerge from this Lincoln. She leaves the restaurant, runs across traffic, two lanes of traffic, to meet this man as he's going in the back door. It's true. Every bit of this tracks. Every... <laughs> Of this track. I mean, I yell, hey, Frankie, and he's halfway through the door and just turns around like, who's this 16-year-old? Frankie, I know somebody named Frankie one time. Oh, that was me. He's, I'm thinking of me. He stopped because he thought he was under attack. He just saw somebody <laughs> bum-rushing the back door. So I was taller than him. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm 5'4". four. <laughs> Alex, if you could do me a solid, yeah. well, he used to be he used to be six two. <laughs> we got walk like a man. We got run around Sue. Uh, Linda, I think had two of them here. Big girls don't cry. Any of these ringing a bell, Alex? Yes. I mean, all of them do. Run around Sue is a jam. When other people had posters of Justin Timberlake and Mark Wahlberg on their wall, she had Frankie Valley on a can of soup lump on her shelf. Circa the seventies. <laughs> What is going on in the world? Well, you got to give me a year. I don't want to. <laughs> uh, 1846. <laughs> Come on. 
Him and Columbus. <laughs> I got two guesses, and one of them is Chris from the Eastern Shore, who I probably knows Frankie Valley somehow. Probably was his dealer. <laughs> um, and Patty from Relay both agreeing. 1976. It is 1976. That is correct. That is correct. That is correct. All right, nice. Looks good. Alex is, I've never seen her glow like this before. All right, you got the five number one hits? I do. Okay, hit me. So we have Sherry, Big Girls Don't Cry, Walk Like a Man, Ragdoll in December 1963, and I have the next five because I'm. A I mean, there's a that's I know all of those, so keep going. Okay, my eyes adored you. Nope. Grease. So he said. Oh, Grease. Oh, about that. It's the word. Yep. Frankie Valley, huge. Who loves you? Begging, which is now popular from some covers, and oh, yeah. the night. I don't know the night, but he has a lot of hits. Uh, good on him. Yeah, great. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Thank you. Him. Thank you, Alex. <laughs> You're welcome. I would love to. Dive deeper into how you know all that stuff, but I'm not going to. We're going to continue on. We talked about Frankie Valley, R.I.P., a little while ago. He's still here. <laughs> Just practicing. Um, and now we're moving on to something that, in my head, isn't that old, but probably is significantly older than I think it is. And we're going to discuss the year in which it came out here. Yep. There were a few things that were consistent in my world uh, for quite some time. They were going out a lot of times to Della Rose's on the avenue there in White Marsh. R.I.P. He gone. And then coming back to one of a few different friends' houses and watching the following movie. We're We're going streaking through the quad. And into the gymnasium. Come on, everybody. Come on. Snoop. Snoop a loop. Snoop a loop. No, it's cool. It's cool. I'm cool. Bring, bring your green hat. Let's go. Come on, everybody. We're going. I can't even fathom how many times I've told somebody it was cool and that they could bring their green hat. <laughs> I mean, we've talked about this a few times, how movies like Wayne's World and that one for sure and a couple others that are escaping me right now have changed the vernacular of a certain generation for quite some time i mean old school got quoted quite a bit it did um i can't make you any louder i don't know what to do (laughs) um i hear you in the room louder than i hear you in my headphones that can't be good do you want me to eat the microphone a little bit i mean i don't know okay i don't know what to tell you i'm gonna talk like this for the rest of the show (laughs) um but I loved the film. You're my boy, Blue. Uh, singing Dust in the Wind. Um, Jeremy Piven playing the mean guy was yeah. fantastic. The mean Dean. Yeah. Um, I have said uh, <laughs> what he's talking about, uh, where she's from. He's gorgeous. The Sunshine State. But she's talking about Colorado. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I I love the movie. My favorite part of the movie is at the very end during the credits when Juliette Lewis and Will Ferrell meet at the the grocery grocery store. (laughs) And she's inviting him to a certain type of party. That's right. And this older lady passes by. Will Ferrell goes, yeah, Yeah. you know. He starts punching cereal. So good. 
We have told each other in my friends group that it has three speeds many times because of the bread machine where he gives the bread machine as a gift and then he gives it back and he's like, this is the one we gave you. This model? No, this exact one. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure that somebody in my friends group bought, brought somebody else a bread machine just to make that joke one time. Yeah, I mean, completely saved by the supporting cast, Luke Wilson. Eh. Yeah, I know. He was definitely outgunned a little bit by Vince Vaughn and Will Ferrell, but who wouldn't be? Right. You know what I mean? Luke um, knows what he's there to do. And you know who else I love in that film, and it's not a big role, and now I can't think of his name, but he was on The Daily Show, and then he went on to ESPN. Real tall, attractive dude. Plays the boyfriend that's kind of a creep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why can't I think of his name right now? I can't right think of his name either. That's an obscure character in that but movie. But you know who I'm talking I about. I do, yeah. It was just, I don't know, it hit right at the right time for me, especially because we were those guys at that point. And if there was any way we could go back to college, we probably would have done it. Right. You know Will what I mean? Will Ferrell being the DJ at the campus radio station. It it was like, it, it kind of captured that era where it's like you realize that youth is wasted on the young and you've already missed your window. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> and you're like, man, if I could only with this level of experience go back and do that again. It would be amazing, but that ship has sailed. Yeah, I mean, you thought it was funny then. Now you look back and you're like, I thought this was the trust tree. And I thought I could say anything in therapy. Oh, the trust tree, the red dragon. I mean, there's so many great, great things in this uh, goofy movie. And I got to be honest, it's been a minute since I've seen it. I guess it holds up. I'm not sure, though. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. It is the best and worst of Will Ferrell and Vince Vaughn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, let's be honest, who both play the same character in everything they do. Yeah. Elf um, is the only real character change for, for him, Will because right. it's more whimsical than dirty. I think we might need to get your My Boy Blue on a, on a uh, sound effect. If we, we get that new machine. Yeah, That'd we be a need good a new one. machine. More yeah. max capacity with everything. That would have. be a good one. My boy Blue! <laughs> and he sings it so poorly. But <laughs> he was right. We are just dust in the wind. We are. We are. And uh, we're also trying to guess a year here. Barely street legal. Keep it on the down low. All these quotes are coming in right now. It's so great. 410-584-100.7. Clearly, we've struck a nerve because uh, many of the, the uh, nuts here on the text board are are well-versed in this film. Just um, really good at my job. Uh-huh. And let's see. Linda from Nottingham. Joe in Dundalk. Sean in Dover. Patty in Relay. April in Sykesville. And so on and so forth. On this day. Giving us the year of our Lord. On this day. 1963. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> We're going streaking. <laughs> We're going through the quad and through the gymnasium. <laughs> All right, let's do it. It is time for 2003. It is 2003. That is correct. That is correct. correct. That is correct. correct. Is it a fact? That's the fact. Yeah, it's good, good, good. Yeah, it's good. The mashup you didn't know you needed on a Wednesday. Here it comes. Watson, yes! All right, that was good. End up found an interesting story here about why one wheel of your shopping cart is always busted. 
probably because we're loading it up with all this cereal. According yep. to the text board and the Facebook, you can't handle it all. Uh, the old myth was that the grocery stores did it on purpose to slow you down and to make you buy more stuff. If you could just zip through the aisles, you wouldn't make impulse purchases. But uh, clearly that is not the case. And according to one of the companies that makes those carts, the real reason behind the stuck wheels is simply more innocent. The carts just get used to, oh, just get used a lot and get mistreated. I don't like the narrative that it's my fault. Right. Because that's the narrative. It's it's you beating it against the other carts at Walmart when you're putting them away in the caddy out in the parking lot. That's my problem. Well, the, the point this brings up is that the stuck wheels aren't as common at retailers like, you know, clothing stores or whatever because the carts get used less. And I guess that's true. The grocery store, even if I'm only getting a few things, I'm usually grabbing a cart. I tell you, the Red Nurse near me yeah has like the half a cart you know what i'm saying it's about half the length and it's got like the top and the bottom basket yeah. i love the half a cart yeah my local giant that's all i use but do you fill them both up i do so do i and then i'm like why didn't i just get a big cart because i think it's wishful thinking that i'm not going to blow 300 dollars, but then i do right um, the stuck wheels over time rolling through the parking lots warps the metal caster plate underneath each wheel, which can make the wheel stick or lift up off the ground. And I'll tell you what I think it is, is even if I do use a cart at like a Target or Walmart or something, typically I get it only a few enough stuff that I can just carry it. I don't have to wheel that cart out into the parking lot. I can leave it at like the front of the store where the pile of carts is. Yeah. The grocery store though. Solid 80% of the time, I'm rolling that thing out through the Beirut parking lot. (laughs) Salt crystals the size of boulders, speed bumps that are 40 feet tall, potholes, cracks. That's got to be rough on them. And they get the... You know that noise where everything just shakes like you're going down Tame Street in Fells Point at 50 miles an hour. How, How we've not come up with a better solution is... The thing that boggles my mind. It's an inferior product. How about softer wheels? Am I crazy? Why do the wheels have to be rock hard? Why can't we get a wheel with a little bit of give? Create almost a shock absorption so that we don't get the noise. Yeah, Maybe it's for the people that buy the Diet Pepsi at like 12 (laughs) cases at a time so they can eat regular food and they feel like they're better than everybody else but they overload the cart if you're overloading the cart the soft wheels are going to work do we need at regular grocery stores the flatbed got them at the home depot got them at the sam's and the costco no would you use a flatbed in a safe way you couldn't too big it's too big and can't like cans salad dressings none of that's going to stay they if you if you flatbed it, you're right. I, I think it's time to build a better mousetrap. I think that there is a vulnerability here in the shopping cart universe for somebody to come in and just break the mold. I don't know why it hasn't happened yet. Like I mean, it we could be get, us. We can get coolers. Think about how the cooler has changed since we were kids. There was igloo coolers that kept things cold for about forty minutes. That's all we had, and that's what we used. Yep. Then it comes the roto-molded Yetis and all that. Now they're ones you can plug in. Now there's ones with wheels and Bluetooth. There's engines in them. You can drive them to where you're going. Coolers get upgraded and upgraded every month. But the shopping cart's been the same since 1956. Big Pharma, man. Making too much money <laughs> on sending people out to fix uh, fix their inferior products.
They say the caster plates only last about five years before they need replacing. They fix that. Have you ever seen a shopping cart last five years? No. I wonder what the average age of a shopping cart is. I feel like they get replaced, like, biannually, maybe? I assume that a guy that's down on his luck has already taken all the five-year rotation carts somewhere else in some shanty town. You're right. You know the other problem with the wheels in the shopping cart is the little islands in the parking lot, the little mulched island or grass island. Yeah. Because the lazy person who's not taking it back to the, the corral, rolling it up there into the mud. And that's got to be bad news for those wheels. Yeah, if you're a person that puts it on that island or you leave them in the anywhere in the parking lot, I hope terrible things happen to you and you alone. What's a lesser offense, leaving it or putting it on the island? To me, putting it on the island is like you have the energy to lift it up over the curb, push it through the mud where it can't roll. And that amount of energy, you could have just put it back where it belongs. I think they're the same offense. I think you 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 just notice a trash person that's doing either one of these acts. And I don't care that you got a kid and right. you put him in. You made the agreement with Walmart to that's return right. that cart. So just return the cart. That's why Aldi's got it down. It's amazing how much 25 cents will motivate people who would otherwise be lazy to roll their cart back to the corral. Stick that little metal rod in there and retrieve their 25 cents do you know there's people that are on, that are on etsy that make like 3d printed coin <laughs> things so you don't spend the 25 cents you can get the card out with just this piece of plastic <laughs> that's unbelievable Only in America. <laughs> that's unbelievable yeah man oh man one for christmas two you know yesterday End up came in with some news about his health. The old non-alcohol, alcohol or alcoholic, what was it? Non-alcoholic. Non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, you know. And uh, it was a lot, you know what I mean? You had worried about it for upwards of 10 days. This was on your mind. And we discussed it on the air. We were able to kind of talk you off the ledge a little bit. You're committed to changing your health your diet in order to relieve this non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. Yep. And in doing so, we talked about Mountain Dew, which was one of the great loves of your life, but also potentially the biggest contributor to this uh, situation that you're dealing with now. And then in comes producer Matt, does three to seven, and is just a slob but decides to pick a fight with you on the day you get your diagnosis of fatty liver disease about a Mountain Dew bottle that we've saved as kind of a reminder of your new healthy lifestyle. I mean, what an animal. Not only was it an empty bottle, it was not consumed in this studio. Right. I brought it from the house as a prop, mm -hmm. you know, prep. Yeah. Maybe you should figure some of that out between three and seven. What I don't like right off the bat, where is he? Right. What are his hours that he's supposed to work? <laughs> he's supposed to be here. The reason we always bring him in because it's a family environment, uh -huh. right? We come in, we talk as a family, we right. discuss the family problems. It keeps everything in house. And what does that monster do? He goes, goes right to social media. To social media to hang you out to dry. Sends us the video. <laughs> Doesn't he 
didn't even have the decency to come on the show the next uh-huh. morning to discuss the gripes that he has with us. That's right. So where do we go from here? I don't know. I don't know how to handle this moving forward. Do we need to make a retaliation video? I mean, should we stoop to his level? He's been here, what, five minutes? <laughs> That's right. Doing three to seven? That's right. And he thinks he's better than everybody? Mm-hmm. I've never felt the need to bring Mountain Dew people in and drink Mountain Dew with them on the airwaves <laughs> to impress them because I need friends. Mountain Dew on the bay. I mean, I was pushing for ham on the bay. <laughs> And they're looking for a segment to really take this different and, types of ham. Yeah, honey, <laughs> hickory. Full stop. <laughs> There's only two types of ham. But I'm mad because uh-huh. he didn't come in and face us like men. He I went mean, right on. I will say, though, he did send us the video in a very aggressive shot across the bow. Yeah. But what did he do? Just like the neck beard he has, he stayed in his basement like the troll he is and shot a video with a fun song in the background. Grow up. Shaggy had nothing to do with anything wasn't we talked him. about yesterday. It wasn't him. Yep. That's, that's right. what he said. It wasn't me. And, and you're I, his boss. I got flack for leaving my purple WJZ cup here, which had water in it and no lid. And I'm not saying that that was right. It wasn't right. But you know what he could have done? Picked it up, moved it to the back table, threw it in the break room, helped helped out a friend. But instead, he chose to just completely railroad us. I mean, I'm working on getting him audio from Jerry Coleman. Yeah. I don't have to give him any of that. That's, That's right. mine. Jerry's my property. Tell him that his Orioles audio is in the bottom of an empty bottle. <laughs> We can go find it in damn self. <laughs> I mean, the gall and the audacity. It's uh-huh. one thing to pick on me, right? Because we're on the same level. You're the boss of everything. You're the one that gave him his shot. He needs to remember where he came from. <laughs> this is the part in a mobster movie where a bunch of guys sit up from a table holding baseball yeah. hats. I wonder if we could put a horse head on this chair. <laughs> Well, this song is going to continue. I don't know how this is going to play out. But yeah, this, let's see this if another over. video hits social media later. Yeah, this isn't over. Should we start to plant something? <laughs> Maybe we should plant something here. Just crush a bunch of cereal into this chair. <laughs> the problem is Colleen Carew, innocent victim then, in the middle of the... She could get caught in the crossfire between this battle. She's an angel. I, that's what I'm saying. I don't want her caught in the crossfire. I don't want her taking a stray Cheerio... You know what I mean? Yeah, that's not fair to her. It's not fair to her, right. I mean, she participated <laughs> on Facebook with the route, Mount Rushmore to cereals. The yeah. producer, Matt, no, no. where is he? Give, dropping off his child to God only knows who <laughs> so he can show up late. <laughs> I'm angry. To be continued. Yeah. To be continued. I just say keep an eye on the social media feeds to see the next phase in this plan. Producer Matt, check them breaks. <laughs> I leave way before you. <laughs> Check them brakes is the most sinister thing I've ever heard you say. It's on. Huber in the morning.